Welcome back to the show, everyone. It is mid-January 2021, a big week ahead of us as the country and really the rest of the world uh, waits to see the inauguration of Joe Biden. I know a lot of people have expressed on social media that they plan just to stay put, especially on that day, but really the whole week, even more so than we've had to because of the lockdowns. Um, But uh, they're going to stay home, watch TV, uh, maybe listen to some podcasts. If you haven't caught up to all of our episodes yet, please do so. This is episode 24. We've got 23 others. So catch up if you can and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or uh, wherever you're able to. I would really appreciate that. Okay, today's episode is about a couple, both on their second marriage, finding not only new freedom in the lifestyle, but also discovering what many feel is too taboo to talk about. What can I figure out for uh, other ways of pleasuring myself? And that's when I got into like anal play, a little more of that. And I'm like, hey, oh, that fits there. Okay. And the fact that I can actually uh, get a crazy orgasm through, through like anal play, like the whole, you know, prostate thing. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, Grow up. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guests today are a married couple, haven't been married too long, just but a year, over a year, both 47 years old. It's the second marriage for both of them. And what's interesting is they both kind of bring different levels of lifestyle experience into the relationship, and it's already changing as we speak. What the hell am I talking about? Well, let's get to the story and see. She is Celeste. He is rock star, not their real names, but I've seen their picture. I, you look like a rock star. Is that a nickname that you just got somewhere down the road and, and that's what yeah. you use? Yes. Well, I, I am a rock star, but nobody knows it. <laughs> oh, okay. We won't, we won't tell anybody. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I've been in, involved in music for nearly 30 years, so I've done a lot. Very nice. Okay, so this is the second marriage for both of you. Tell me if you agree. Don't you think second marriages are like the best thing ever? Like, you know, like when first marriages don't work out, you kind of learn a lot about yourself and a lot about marriages and relationships that suddenly I find that a lot of people are super happy in their second marriage. Totally. I definitely agree. Yeah. 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 Celeste told me, she goes, well, the, the first marriages are, they're just practice. We got it right. So then tell me about your experience uh, with lifestyle type stuff before you got married. Celeste, you'd, you'd done it in your prior marriage, right? I did actually very early on. I was young. I met my first husband when we were both 18 and freshmen in college. And not too long after we got married, maybe within two or three months, we had our first experience together with someone who was a mutual friend of his. 
and uh, it was a little nerve wracking and I, I was definitely scared thinking, you know, I, I don't know what I was scared of other than I performance anxiety. <laughs> well, was it male or female? It was male, two men. Sounds like you had a threesome. Yes. But threesomes aren't necessarily lifestyle, right? Uh, not entirely. Correct. But that's where it started. That's that. Yeah. We just, uh, you know, kind of, he was a seemingly a like-minded individual. So we dipped our toe in and to, to us, I think part of the problem and in, in branding something lifestyles, we thought that was lifestyle. He was also engaged due to be married. Um, once he got married, it certainly didn't continue with him as frequently as we thought it would. And then we started putting out personal ads and meeting other couples. Okay, so if you're meeting other couples, that to me kind of qualifies you. So you dipped your toes in, then you kind of dipped the whole leg, and yes, and then you went and and uh, and and jumped in, right? Definitely, mm-hmm. rock star. Yes. Since you're a rock star, I'm going to assume you've had a little experience experimenting with fun sexual activities. Yes. You are correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, but were they lifestyle things or were they just rock star things? Um, I guess they were kind of rock star things, you know, threesomes. Uh, I somehow, I, I guess I have the superpower of being able to sniff out bisexual women. <laughs> and uh, so they all- What is that? Do they have a scent? <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> and it's a good sense. <laughs> yeah. A good sense of a woman. But uh, uh, yeah, and uh, it would kind of pop out or if they weren't sure they were, but they ended up becoming one. <laughs> and uh-huh. like, you know, so I was, uh, I was like, a first for many in certain things, whether it was threesomes or anal or actually I, taught somebody how to give a blowjob. So you taught a woman how to give a blowjob? Yes. Mm. Well, how to blow me, but, <laughs> but uh, it was her first time anyway. It was interesting. And and I'm just kind of like, well, yeah, just just put your mouth on it. <laughs> My, what a great teacher you are. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, I was I was still, you know, fairly, fairly young. Well, in my early 20s. Uh, I was a late bloomer. I mean, I couldn't stand anybody when I was in high school. I was just, you know, a metalhead. Pretty much the people I dated kind of stuck around for a while. And I, mm-hmm. I think part of it, you know, sometimes it's accidental, right? You find yourself in a circle of people, he, him different than I, where we went deliberately looking for it. But the the crowd of people that he ter- typically was surrounded by were people who were artists and musicians and pretty sexually expressive and free. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they didn't brand themselves as lifestyle, but they certainly engaged in a lot of the similar practices. You were doing these things that that I think probably a lot of men experimented with or experienced. Mm-hmm. At what point did you, Rockstar, feel like you really got into the lifestyle? Was was it now you were married before? Did did your former wife take part in any of this? No, at all. It was just kind of like, I mean, she was bisexual and very much into women. We'd like to check out women together. But when I would mention, you know, um, any kind of threesome or meeting couples, she would shoot it down really quick. She didn't take part in any activities? No, no. Outside the marriage? And she wouldn't let you either? No, I guess she got her fill uh, during her younger days. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just had to kind of just lock it away. The last five years was really rough. And I just got to the point where I was like, I need to get out of this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be in a marriage that was like loveless. And I refused to be uh, around and be miserable mm-hmm. you know, just because you have kids, you know. Right. Okay. So fast forward, you meet Celeste and and, uh, eventually get into a relationship. Now you're married. Uh, Almost a year, is it? You're kind of newlyweds, huh? Yes, very much so. We're we're about two weeks away from celebrating our one year anniversary. Can you tell me about kind of your first experience as a couple in the lifestyle together? Oh, definitely. We went went to a lifestyle party. Uh, just kind of mix and mingle, meet and greet for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. We were like, okay, let's do this. And here we are, like, preparing and you know, like getting dolled up. You know? <laughs> Extra care for grooming. That's right. I made sure I had the, uh, the, the, the boots was... and the tightest pants I could. Uh, <laughs> there was someone that he already knew. So there was a familiar face. And um, I think there were probably tw- uh, like 12 women and three men. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting mix of people. But it, I have been to actual, you know, swinger parties, if you want to call them that, where people just show up, they shake hands, have the pleasantries, you maybe drink a glass of wine and eat three or four crackers with some cheese and then look at each other like, are we going to the bedroom? Um, (laughs) that was that was my level of experience. So this was very different in that there was a lot of social conversation going on until finally they said hey let's all get in the hot tub (laughs) it's always the hot tub that darn hot tub is the old icebreaker (laughs) so my memorable (laughs) moment was i was naked in a hot tub with five other women (laughs) who were also naked (laughs) who were also naked there was boobs galore so that was our very first experience together (laughs) i was like in heaven Okay, you got to tell me more about what happened. You can't just say you were naked in a hot tub with five other women. It, you know, everyone gets in and we all have our suits on. I didn't actually bring my suits. So I was in my bra and panties. And right away, I was like, I have no shame about taking my boobs out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not embarrassed. I love my breasts. They're very, very nice. Um, but and I also kind of <laughs> feel like I'm the ringleader to make other women comfortable just because I oh, yeah. have a pretty good case of, you know, body confidence. So everyone just kind of, you know, it was like, woo, they were like fuck it, sorority, <laughs> rip off the shirt, sorority girls, woo. Um, and then Rockstar over here is like, who wants a foot massage? <laughs> oh, yeah. So he starts massaging feet and, you know, next thing you know, like panties are coming off and and I'm looking at this gal next to me and I'm like, oh, she has really nice breasts too. And um, I think I'm going to, you know, slide over next to her, <laughs> which I did. And and he's massaging feet. And then he looks at me and he's like, oh my gosh, I took a look and like, there's my wife. And she's got like her face and boobs. <laughs> yeah. She was sucking on some boobs. And yeah. I was just like, holy shit. And I got somebody's feet in my head. But at first- <laughs> the time in the tub was was pretty good and people were just really comfortable, but nobody pulled the trigger where we actually went to the next level um, because it's outdoors and it was March. It was chilly. So people then kind of decided to start pairing off and, and go inside. And the gal that we found that we were kind of attracted to actually did go inside, but she laid down, was taking a nap. So, you know, we, we, like kind of looked at each other and decided like, we're not going to be that person. We aren't, you know, you don't buy something just to buy it. 
Um, so we agreed like what the experience that we had at that point in time was good enough. And we made some cool connections with people right. and stayed in contact with them. So, and the gal who took the nap, like we ended up texting with her more. And yeah. for a while there, like she was kind of our unicorn. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. in a way. yeah. And, and we had a, we had, a, we went on a date with her. <laughs> and that's the, the three of that, us. Yeah. And that's the one that turned out to be an accidental orgy. <laughs> with six Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Wait a second. It was an accidental orgy? It was. Yes. It was. How did that happen? So this gal, she's amazing. She's just a lovely, lovely person. And um, she she was also of the similar mindset with Rockstar and the same background. She had been married. Her husband was not interested in this at all. And so she preferred to just be slowly dipping her toes in the water yeah, trying new things. She was around our age as well. So yeah, so it was we, a new thing for yeah. her. It was like a Saturday, and we said, "Let's let's go to the you know the pub and have a couple beers and a charcuterie tray." Yeah, and and so it just turned out that there were some other folks that we knew, both you know from from work, who were yeah. there, and, and one of my buddies this, that, that tagged along with us. Yes, and so this gentleman and his girlfriend were there, and. And, you know, about halfway through the evening, the single gentleman's like, oh, she's really cute. And I said, oh, she's on a date with us. (laughs) And that's when he was like, like, oh, (laughs) that's what's happening. Um, But the other couple, that gal was starting to feel a little loose and a little Mm -hmm. frisky. So that that little pub is very close to their home. They invited us all to come over. Of course, they say, hey, we got a hot hot tub. tub. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, there you go again. So sure enough, we get in the hot tub. And then they're like, can you take out your boobs? And I'm like, here we go again, 2.0. But after that, we went into the house. And this other gal was like, for some reason, she was feeling confident. She decided to be the uh, aggressor. So she she yeah. tells the guys like you three stay here and we're going in the bedroom to have some girl time. <laughs> yeah, girl time. Oh. Massages. She lit like every candle in the house. Yes, brought so. out three different massage oils and just uh, to like swiped in on our unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Took over so. our unicorn and just started kissing and and whatnot. And next thing you know, we look up and the, there's the boys with like three chairs, <laughs> three bar stools watching us. <laughs> we're like hey and then we finally said well come on in join join up <laughs> yeah well celeste was more like somebody get their dick out <laughs> and, then, like, and she looks at me and i'm like okay i guess i'm the one <laughs> it's about two or three hours worth of a yeah. really good amount of passion and heat a lot and, of nakedness yeah. and, and moaning and well there was a lot of stuff going so you got sensory overload Life Where do porn. I look first? Holy shit. You know, it's like <laughs> this and, and there's that going, you know, and, and these people do it and this and that. And then like my buddy has his hand in my wife and I'm like, oh, and there's her <laughs> and she's got her face like in somebody else's It, it was like going to Golden Corral or Hometown Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> there were every candle was lit. Every massage oil was out. At one point in time, one of these two. Uh, eating all the pudding. Yes. They, they got into the closet and brought out their giant chest of goodies where, you know, there were oh, yeah. floggers and ball gags and toys. And we're just like, everything is out. Everything. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was pretty yeah. awesome. 
And speaking of toys, if you're ready to upgrade or add to your arsenal at home, go to adamandeve.com. They've got a special going on right now just for our listeners. Uh, You will get 50% off of just about any item they've got on their website. And they've got a lot. And if you enter the code Lena at checkout, L-E-Y-N-A, you're also going to get what they're calling a tantalizing romance kit uh, with some free gifts in there. Also, six free movies and free shipping. Again, that's Lena, L-E-Y-N-A, at checkout at adamandeep.com uh, for the adult in your life. There was laughing, you know, so in the middle of it, we were, were telling jokes and... <laughs> Oh, yeah. That was fun because I was just thinking, like, it's not, you know, there's no camera rolling. We're not oh, yeah, we're acting not, this out. Yeah, we're, we're not, we're not like, trying to be points. We're not on the clock getting paid to do this. We're actually enjoying ourselves. And those embarrassing moments are not causing anyone embarrassment. We just laugh yeah. and roll over and, like, okay, change position, switch. Yeah, yeah tag in. <laughs> Celeste was kind of fond only me playing with me. She had me in her mouth. And, uh, my buddy is kind of standing off to the side of the bed and kind of rubbing on her and he just kind of got his hands in her and <laughs> going in, uh, you know, and he's like, whoa. And yeah, I think Celeste goes like, uh, I, just so you know, I squirt. And he's like, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yes, you do. <laughs> All over my leg and you know, whatever else was back there. On the, but on the he, he looks at Rockstar at first. He's like, uh, is this Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so there was consent and yeah. people were polite. There was nothing being done that nobody wanted to do. And no one was so overly intoxicated or, you know, under the influence that they didn't have their wherewithal about them. It just, it was yeah. a, it was a really a completely accidental, but very, very good time, especially because the other couple who were, whose home it was. So this was new for them as a couple and it was also kind of you know they were same as us and i think that's probably what made it so comfortable is Mm -hmm. it was also their first time together doing something unscripted (laughs) with other people with other people (laughs) as well Yeah, that's a pretty amazing kind of first experience. It was for all of us after in the days afterwards, we were continually talking and texting and just kind of reflecting like, wow, there were no no one's feeling uncomfortable or slighted or insecure or jealous. And in fact, we continued to give each other like the proverbial high five from text afterwards. (laughs) I was like, you did a great job on your woman. You did a great job on my man. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Go team. It sounds like it couldn't have gone better for you guys, right? For this first experience. So you're, you're in the lifestyle. You've both kind of decide we like this. We're going to continue, right? Yeah, what's a little difficult to me and that I tell Rockstar all the time is it's like that particular experience for me, it was like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it's never never going to happen. Never going to happen again. It's never going to be created. It was completely holistic. Nothing was contrived. It all came together. And and that's a pretty high standard. So we have a little bit of a a reality check afterwards and that we and I don't think we're deliberately trying to recreate that but when we are meeting other couples and under other individuals we're just looking for that intellectual spark or that sexual attraction or even that you know sapiosexual attraction and in some instances it's just not there Mm-hmm. So we will both look at each other and we're like, eh, neither of us are taking one for the team tonight. Again, right? You don't yeah. buy something just to buy something. Yeah. Right. But we've we've met up with people who are 
are of that mindset. They're like, oh, I thought I was going to get one off tonight. Uh, no, sorry. Um, so that, that's the path that we're traversing that is creates a kind of a bumpy road for, for yeah. having those good experiences is you've got these, nah, I wouldn't call them terrible or bad. It's just not. Well, you've set the bar very high and yeah. it's going to be hard to, to, to match that. Yes. Tell me about this recent thing, Celeste. Where you told your husband <laughs> that he should find a girlfriend. I did. I Why? Did. Uh, well, twofold. Oh, the horror. Oh, the horror. <laughs> you know, twofold. I, I'm certainly very sexually adventurous. And, you know, there are certain things that are not off the table for me, but there are other things I have limitations on. Like uh, what? Well, he just happens to be pretty well endowed. And I really enjoy, you know, anal sex. Um, my my prior partner who I was with for a couple years really was the one that brought me around into accepting and loving it. I, I really did. I was like, but he wasn't as large. And Rockstar is a little bit larger. So sometimes I'm like, I got to work at this a little bit more to get more relaxed and feel comfortable. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. Um and I know that he likes that. So I, I don't mind if there's someone else they can provide that if I can't. Well, I never pressure it. No, no, no. And, but the other thing is, you know, and, and we're all caught up in this is it's been a rough year. I work in a profession. I work in an essential business. I, my profession is extremely demanding and it requires long hours of the day mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. And by the time I get home sometimes, I'm just like, man, I already know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow and it's an extension of what I did today because it didn't resolve itself. So my mind just isn't always there mm -hmm. um, to be able. Yeah. So what I said was, Hey, you know, if there's, if there's, it's okay. I trust you. You're who I'm married to. I'm who you're married to. We know where we're coming home and where we live every night. Uh, I certainly want people to be able to enjoy the pleasures that life has to offer without hangups. And so that's, mm. that's where I was coming from. I basically told him and, and he, he kind of was like, I don't know if I like this or not. I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm enjoying this conversation and I don't, I, I'm, I'm not, where is this all coming from? Do you still like me? And I said, I, I, yeah, this is not about not liking you, not loving you, mm. not, not loving myself. It's just that, you know, I don't expect a man to be in a desert thirsty for water. <laughs> right. For months and months and months, realistically. <laughs> You're looking for like a respite lover. Uh, ooh, I love that term. Right? I do. Wow, that is brilliant. Are you in healthcare? No, my daughter is. Okay, so then you understand respite care. I, very, she is a respite worker. <laughs> ah, yes. so you're looking for a respite lover. I love it. Yes. Nice. Um, okay, so Rockstar, after you got past the, wait a second, why is she saying this? Uh, have you now come to accept it, enjoying it? Are you searching? Are you going to take it and run? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, see, well, you know, she doesn't I know what to do with it. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> really? You, you, that's like, you know, dropping me in the candy store and saying, hey, you can eat all this. Here's a check. Write the amount. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the hell? Um, I did have, you know, kind of someone lined up that it just kind of happened. But I was like, uh, I'm, I'm still not really sure I want to pull the trigger because 
because you know in the beginning we were like you know this is this is all about us too you know me and you doing this this together yes. and and you know I get I want to have the uh, the enjoyment of seeing her with somebody and but all of us also being able to look over and she can see me and watching each other but you know it's funny because she had told me a little while back she was like it didn't happen if there's no pictures. <laughs> I did. And I was like, I hate to use this term, but if you want to call it a hall pass, call it a hall pass. Mm -hmm. But again, it didn't happen if there's no pictures. (laughs) But I I think part of the hesitation on his part is we did agree in the very beginning when we first went down this road that these are new experiences for us to be doing together. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Going places we haven't gone before, either separately when we were not together or, you know, and and so that's that that has slightly shifted. Yeah, we had to put away all of our wants and needs and desires and stuff during some relationships. And then now it's like this freedom because the, the relationship is awesome. Like, I love this woman, like, ridiculously, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, I can't keep my hands off her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she'll be like putting on her makeup in the morning and I crawl out of bed, maybe one eye is still open and I'm like grabbing her butt. But but <laughs> here's the thing about that is it's like, I feel so loved and I feel so, I feel the sexual attraction and it makes me feel amazing. But I also feel like, gosh, I imagine there are other women out there who might be missing this as well and there's more than enough of him to go around (laughs) but everybody has something they bring to the table and from everyone we learn and grow and get enriched and i just don't want to feel sorry not to cut you off but i just i did get invited uh this week to go partake in a glory hole Oh, oh! Wait a second! Oh, wait Sorry. a minute! Wait a sec! I forgot about that. Yeah, I got a. a What's that? A glory hole? Oh, that's well, that, that mystery hole where a penis pops out of, and it's a somebody hole in a sucks door. it. <laughs> so, uh, so is um? I mean, I've heard about them, like, but like in my head, it's like, did, didn't that stuff exist like back in the seventies or eighties or something yeah, like that? I, I don't know. That. Yes. So it was a big, a, big thing in the in the gay community with was. like all the like the theaters, the booths and stuff, uh-huh. um, or, or bathrooms. I whatever. think back in like the Tenderloin District in San Francisco. Okay, so you're invited to a what? Explain what what it is exactly that you're invited so, uh, to. I got a message from this uh, this uh, guy, and he was like, "Hey, so I have a married couple of uh, the, the the couple I've played with before with, and they are wanting to." have to a, a glory hole session and set up a glory hole in their house and you won't ever see them. You won't meet them. He's going to be in one of the rooms and there will be the glory hole set up. Apparently they now make portable glory hole setups. <laughs> just put them in a doorway and just. <laughs> it's like a doggy door, but for penises. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can get okay, them in so all colors. Hold on, hold on. Okay. So then if you go, um, you stick your penis in this glory hole, right? Yeah, and, and then you don't know you don't know who or what's on the other side. Oh, oh I know who it is. I just never haven't but seen them. You. It's it's the it's the <laughs> so apparently it's the husband wants to video the wife during the process, and he's going to be in the room with her filming filming this. And as and so this other guy, uh, he was like, "Yeah, you, I'll let you in. I'll direct you right to where you got to go." You know, and you put your torpedo in the porthole, <laughs> and uh, 
Fire away. Fire away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, um, you know, high five, you're out of there. Wow. Have you done this before? No. <laughs> Wow. And, uh, so I was like, what? The-? So this is the second invite that I got. The first one, I wasn't able to make it. But I told the last about it. And she was like, hey. Man, yeah. man. Interesting. Yeah. So, and where do they have that for us? <laughs> hey, so, okay. So that we know Celeste is bisexual. Yes. yes. How about you, Rockstar? I am, I guess, bisexual. Uh-huh. I've heard that. Or, or like-minded, so- open. Well, what, what is your stance? I think it's more of the person, the personality. I've dated some some hot women. I've dated some not so hot ones, but it's like the personality is what gets me. Yeah, you know. And so, well, but have you have you dated men? No. Uh, have you had sex with men? Yes. yes. <laughs> is it enjoyable? Yeah, it was fun, and the fact that <laughs> wait a second, Celeste, we were, were you there? Together. We were I, all together. I well, oh. so on Halloween, <laughs> this couple where we had the accidental orgy, the male half of that couple came over, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, he came over and he said, "Hey, I'm in town for you know, I'm over visiting some friends up the street. What are you guys doing?" And we said, "Oh, we're getting ready to go." I was putting on my costume. I'm like, oh, we're getting ready to go have a beer, maybe see a band. We don't know. And he was like, oh, cool. Hey, I want to like show you something in the bedroom. So I was <laughs> Did you fall for that? Did you fall for that? So did. And then I was like, well, I guess I better go be the lookout. <laughs> so I went to the kitchen and left those two alone here in the room. And like 10 minutes later, they both came out beaming. <laughs> okay, well, then. I, I need to hear the story well, from Rockstar. It was just something quick, but um, our our actually our first encounter was really with him and his girlfriend and the four of us. This happened like last last November, uh-huh. and uh, we were all like, "Yeah, it was pretty hot and heavy." And um, we all I actually uh, we did a podcast called "Let's Peg Our Men." <laughs> <laughs> and so they, we brought our, our, our rigs over and the, yep. the girls both like strapped up yep. <laughs> and they were like, I'm going to do mine and uh, I'm going to do yours and you can do mine. And I'm like, oh, shit. OK. So we you're, all, that- you're all very, very giving. You're all very generous. We are. <laughs> yeah. We are. But we, try, we trust them. So I think that was the thing as he felt comfortable with Rockstar and he was giving. He was the giver. Rockstar was the receiver on Halloween, basically. It's well, like, I'll give you a blowjob. It's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like we we were all, you know, out there just hanging out and like Celeste is sitting on the couch and she was like, hey, while, while she's doing that, how about you come over here? and come check this out and I was like huh and she's like yeah go ahead and she was kind of like the ringleader because she's <laughs> all about like two guys three or, three or more I am <laughs> also about people feeling accepted and comfortable mm-hmm. like that there are no boundaries and there are no judgments and if mm-hmm. this is the time that you want to be free and let your guard down and there's pure consent happening and again no judgment um i'm still going to treat you the same tomorrow i'm still going to look at you the same we're still going to talk about going to starbucks and getting our frappuccino (laughs) yeah nice but it was cool it was cool it was hot but it was kind of like 
but it was the first for the the one-on-one with with him and another male for me i was like holy shit i was somebody else's equipment yeah (laughs) Was it just another sexual experience or have you found yourself attracted to men before? Not necessarily men. I guess more like penises. Mm. <laughs> you know, ones that look more like mine. Oh, interesting. Because, uh, you know, yeah. and I was in a, in a stage uh, in the early 2000s where I was single and I was kind of like, what can I figure out for uh, other ways of pleasuring myself? And that's when I got into like anal play, a little more of that. And I'm like, hey, oh, that fits there. Okay. And the fact that I can actually uh, get a crazy orgasm through through like anal play, like the whole, you know, prostate thing. I was like, holy mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, but there's not, I think what she's asking, and correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, he definitely doesn't look at a man and go, Ooh, he's hot. <laughs> it comes through more of like the talking and the comfort level and yeah, having I'm not, things in common. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's not the physicality of it. Yeah, right? I'm not uh, looking. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not looking to be with guys or having relationships. With guys. I'm not even a fan of kissing men. Um, I think so. You are bi situational. So if the situation presents itself and yeah. right, yes. the and feelings the are there. Yeah, the fact that it turns her on more to see two guys together, I'm like, okay, fuck yeah, I'll, I'm I'll, I'm down with this because you know she's excited. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the best point I have is the ones on my phone of the video of <laughs> that same guy fucking my wife. <laughs> And I'm like, and I come every time right away. I, but you know, when we're in, we're being intimate with just each other, we we talk about to tell me what he said to you, tell me what he did, tell oh, me yeah. how he touched you, and that turns me on. Sure, but I know it was a turn on for him too. So mm-hmm. I, I, I hear I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then when you know when she's when uh, when she's pegging me. Um, we brought that whole thing into the to the mix, and she's like, "Oh hell yeah, I'm down." <laughs> so I'm like, okay. what, "What? Hey, Celeste. So you know, I've, I've obviously I've, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, as a woman, do you get something out of that, and it, or is it all in your head? Is it just a, you know, no? Well, it the um, so my ex husband was into it. But we, we did it a little differently. I didn't wear a harness. He would just want me to insert something. And I was actually very put off by it. I, I couldn't understand. I, I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Psychologically, I'm like, I don't I don't understand what the feeling is. And he wasn't able to articulate, like, it feels great here. It does this to me. It stimulates me in this way. So when Rockstar brought it up, I was kind of like, well, okay, I'm, you know, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to bring you pleasure. So the first time I was more mechanical, actually, the the physical act of putting on the harness and putting everything on was kind of like, I'm getting on the horse and I'm going to go for a short trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and did I do it? Did I do it right? And did it work? Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. And then, but it also felt very liberating, extremely liberating and um very powerful in some ways so like yeah. you know and i don't mean power meaning power no i i get power. that it's like have you ever as a woman um thought you know what if i had a penis man 
Oh, I, I would be terrible if I had a penis. <laughs> all day, right? Like, all day. And then my life after that, I'm going to be a shark. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be a man, a male shark. Um, but <laughs> no known predators and yeah, king of the, king of the ocean. It's just eating it all. To, yeah. But by the second time, I was much more comfortable with the mechanism and the movements and then by the third time, I was extremely aroused, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. very, very aroused and turned on. And I figured out a better position and ways to move my body where it was also stimulating myself at the same mm-hmm. time to the point that I was like, oh, I think I'm having an orgasm right now, too. Wow, this isn't just one sided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just uh, kind of growing into it and understanding what works for both parties, but yeah, it's definitely pretty, um, take it, it took it up a notch to the point now where, you know, we're like, oh, we want to buy this harness. Yeah, we got to upgrade. We do need to upgrade. <laughs> I didn't spend a lot of money on the first one because I didn't know, but truth be told, the, the better money you spend, the better your equipment, Yeah, like it is with anything. You buy the cheap refrigerator or the good refrigerator, you buy the cheap <laughs> harness or the good harness. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a very freeing experience, extremely freeing and extremely erotic, very, mm-hmm. very erotic because there's so many different sensations going oh, on yeah. and depending on what thing. position you're in and getting to see the look on your lover's face when mm-hmm. they're just in absolute ecstasy is that is so amazing. That's what fills up my cup every day. <laughs> I love seeing the look on her face. Watch me. I was like, <laughs> she just, just her like eyes just get all wide and she's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh. Okay, you guys, calm it down. Calm down. All right, we'll take care of it after. Take care of it after. All I know is that since we've been together, I've become like more free to like be me and and have no problems uh, trying things and being curious and experimenting and all that stuff so it's just like yeah i can tell her anything okay you know with the focus of this podcast being older yeah. individuals you know lessons learned from your youth your yeah. early 20s where everything is reckless abandoned and yeah. then your 30s you don't know nothing <laughs> Yeah, your 30s are like you kind of settle into that maudlin routine. And then there's, you know, I used to tell my girlfriends when they talk about that age where men hit their prime or women hit their prime. I wouldn't call myself a cougar. Definitely not. But I don't ever feel like there are days where I'm like, I'm still in the prime. It's good. But I'm also more accepting of my body. Mm-hmm. My mind is more attuned to where my partner is thinking. Like there's just so many more benefits of going down this road when you're older because there's the confidence issues and and all the other things just kind of slide away. Yeah. And so you're really just in the moment more often, very much in the moment to be able to experience the pleasure and enjoy it without all of the unnecessary distractions. You can find this couple on Twitter at NoPantsCouple. That's at NoPantsCPL. They also host the No Pants Required podcast. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, a couple tries to explain what many couples not in the lifestyle can't seem to understand, and that is 
why would it turn you on to watch your partner having sex with someone else? And the idea that I'm watching this, you know, live pornography with my partner involved, or, you know, right in front of me, uh, that's a game changer, you know, when it comes to sexual behavior between two people. That's next time on Consenting Adults.